0: Hey guys, and thank you for finding your way to Morgellon's Discussion, the podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Murphy, and this show is about Morgellon's facts. Uh, that is to say, what has been able to be demonstrated uh, for scientific purposes. So, if you hear me saying something about Morgellon's disease on this show, it's got to be coming from the scientific world. It has been published in a prestigious journal. And the science, the experiments that went into producing that data are repeatable. So, if you're looking for factual information about the Morgellons disease condition, welcome to our show. Hi, and welcome back to Morgellons Discussion on Anchor FM. I'm your host, Jeremy Murphy, and as you can tell by the title of today's podcast, I'm here to talk about science and not make friends. This study that I'm going to be reading from today is super important. This one came out in 2013 and is called The Characterization and Evolution of Dermal Filaments from Patients with Morgellons Disease. And so, one thing that's important to remember, a couple of podcasts ago, maybe a few now, I said that the CDC study, and I'll include a link to that podcast in the description here. The CDC study determined that Morgellons fibers were basically biofilaments. Now that was in 2012. One year later, maybe just a few months later, this study came out. It goes in a little bit more in depth about those filaments. The CDC looked at them, they determined that they were biofilaments, but they didn't feature them. They didn't feature them like this study does. This study dissects them, analyzes them on a chemical level. Anyways, let me read the abstract for you guys because I'm sure this is probably the first time a lot of y'all have heard this information. Morgellons disease is an emerging skin disease characterized by formation of dermal filaments associated with multisystemic symptoms and tick-borne illness. Some clinicians hypothesize that these often colorful dermal filaments are textile fibers, either self-implanted by patients or accidentally adhering to lesions, and conclude that patients with this disease have delusions of infestation. We present histological observations and electron microscopic imaging from representative Morgellons disease samples revealing that dermal filaments in these cases are keratin and collagen in composition and result from proliferation and activation of keratinocytes and fibroblasts in the epidermis. Spirochetes were detected in the dermatological specimens from our study patients, providing evidence that Morgellons disease is associated with an infectious process. So, first things first, both the CDC study and this study determined that Morgellons fibers originate inside the body. That means there's really nothing special about them. And let me just continue on so we can get to the point. Because I know you guys are anxious to hear the evidence of why I think that Morgellons fibers don't move. Alright, now this passage is from the discussion section towards the bottom. Histiological sectioning and electron microscopy revealed that MD filaments have a hollow medulla surrounded by a cortex somewhat like a hair. Association with hair follicles, the presence of follicular-like bulbs, and morphologies such as scaling consistent with hairs has been reported in previous studies. Furthermore, preliminary SEM, or scanning electron microscopy, studies demonstrated that some colored filaments were small hairs. Hair-like morphology and keratin composition of some filaments is supported by the fact that a minor portion of filaments in this study were composed exclusively of keratin. The possibility that some filaments of keratin composition are hairs is supported by our observation of normal sized blue hairs with intact follicular bulbs in some MD specimens. So as you heard right there, Morgellons fibers a lot of the times are just malformed hairs. So let's go back into the discussion. Prior to this study, there was speculation that MD filament coloration could be structural in nature rather than produced by pigmentation. This initial hypothesis was based on the assumption that the filaments were keratin in composition. However, because bluish coloration of skin has been described in patients with Pinta due to Treponema keratium infection, we speculated that altered melanin expression could be responsible for the blue and red coloration. Fontana Mason histological staining confirmed that the blue color seen in filaments was caused at least in part by melanin pigmentation. Fontana Mason melanin staining was negative in red filaments and therefore the underlying cause of this coloration remains to be elicited. It is possible that red coloring of filaments could involve pigmentation with a heme-containing compound or some other erythroid substance. So bringing it full circle human hair doesn't move unless by outside forces the wind static electricity nerves throughout the skin just under the hair they could start twitching and cause the hair to move but a hair isn't going to move on its own because we know it's hollow it's just a hollow long thread of keratin it's a hollow tube of keratin so Morgellons fibers are microscopic they're embedded in skin tissue, and these studies seem to indicate that they are malformed hairs. When they do a chemical analysis on it, it, the results demonstrate that it's produced from keratin, just like the hair on top of your head. Morgellons fibers, in large part, are just malformed hairs, and hairs can't move because they're just hollow tubes of keratin. One of the reasons why people would think, though, that Morgellons fibers move is because that's what some people are saying on the internet. now. When I look at those videos on YouTube of people saying that they have moving Morgellons fibers, all I've ever seen is a strand of hair. And Morgellons fibers are many times smaller than a strand of hair. That's why you have to have a 50 times microscope to look at them at least. I'll give you for an example. I've got a video, uh, several videos actually, but one in particular with a... Morgellons fibers next to uh, human hair that's in the frame that human hair takes up almost one-fifth of the picture and you can just barely start to make out the Morgellons fibers. You can fit like uh, maybe a thousand of them into the picture where you can only fit like maybe five human hairs into the same picture Morgellons fibers are small very small They have bulbs on the end of them because they're malformed human hairs. I've seen people take fuzz and pour water on it. Morgellons fibers don't move, and here's the bottom line. If they did, there would be one video on the entire internet that demonstrates this. And the fact is, there's not. What do you guys think? I appreciate everybody listening to my show. Man, thank you for those donations. Please, please keep them coming in. I could definitely use those. And uh, if there's anything you guys want me to touch on regarding Morgellons disease, send me a voice message. Yeah, Anchor FM, do the voice message. I'll respond and we'll try to get together a good show about a topic that you'd like to hear about.